Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries Aurora, and I'm glad you decided to join me on this episode. Because of the goodness of God and the provision he's made through his word for us to have forgiveness of sins, many believe that for a believer to go back and forth with sin, that it's okay. But I want to show you through the scriptures today that God is not pleased when we as believers go back and forth with sin. Please enjoy this episode entitled, No Turning Back. No Turning Back. In Romans chapter 5, Paul makes a statement, the Apostle Paul makes a statement where he says, where sin abound, grace abounded more talking about his salvation experience, that he was living wrong and not living right. But while he was sinning, God grace abounded and brought salvation to him and to mankind. But when he opens up chapter 6, he says, he asks the question, shall we continue to sin that grace may abound? Then he says, God forbid. How can he that is dead to sin live any longer therein? The, Paul, the problem that Apostle Paul was speaking to then is still a problem prevalent now among many believers, believing that because God saved us and because he offers forgiveness of sins for us in 1 John 1 and 9 throughout the scriptures, that it's, all, it's not a big deal when a believer in Christ goes back into sin and then comes back and, and comes back out of repent. So today we want to look at Hebrews chapter 10 and a few more scriptures to talk about how God really looks at look at it when believers choose sin to leave grace and leave righteousness and to go back to dabble in sin. All right? So let's take a look at Hebrews chapter 10. We're going to start at the 26th verse. It says this, For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no sacrifice for sins. But a certain fearful looking for judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy who had trodden underfoot the Son of God and accounted the blood of covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace. For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense at the Lord, and again the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And so the Hebrews writer was talking to these people to let them know, look, if you go back to sin, if you go back to this world, there remaineth no protection or sacrifice, effective sacrifice for sin. God and through Christ Jesus made a sacrifice and against sin that gives us peace and gives us freedom from it. So if you leave that, you're leaving the grace and the protection that there is there. You can't go back in the world. You cannot turn back to that way because you're only can end up having destruction. Now you may live through it and, and, and not face destruction, but anytime you're going and dealing with sin, anytime we're dabbling with the world, we're taking a chance 
of finding judgment. We're taking a chance of finding death. We're taking a chance of finding the wrath of God because we left grace. It says he trodden the, under, trodden the blood what Christ did under our foot. We just stepped on top of it like it was nothing. When we look at the world and decide to go back to it. Listen, there was nothing left in the world for us believers. I don't care what the enemy tempts you with. I don't care what he tempts us with. I don't care what we face in our life that we feel like we are justified it, justified with doing it. There is no reason for us to leave this grace, this salvation that cost our Savior his life. There is no reason for us to leave it because we have the power of God and the sacrifice of grace through grace that we have now walked in. Listen, there's nothing in the world for us. And the Hebrews writer also says this in Hebrews 10 and 38. He says this, Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back into perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Understand this. We don't draw back to that world. Perdition means ruin or destruction. And if you're looking at world in that world with a fantasy in your heart, if you're looking at that world with a desire in your heart, you're looking to go back into ruin. You're looking to go back into destruction. This thing is serious to God. Sin was so serious to God that he sent his son to die for it. So you don't need, and I don't need to look back at that world and think there is something there for us to go back to. There is something there but ruin, but death, but destruction. Let's take a look at 2 Peter chapter 2, starting at verse 20. Let's see what he says about it. He says this, For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled there and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to its own vomit again and the sow that was washed to a wallowing in mire. So look, he said, you're going back into sin. He said it would have been better off for believers to have not known the grace of God, but then to leave the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and go back and continue in sin. God has not called us to it. He said it's like a dog returning to his vomit. You know, we got to see sin. We got to see the world as such a despicable thing as vomit. And, and, and a pig wallowing in, in, in slop and mud. That's detestable. And so we got to look at that unclean thing in the world. We cannot be like Lot's wife. We cannot look back on the world with desires in our heart for something that we left there, believing that it was better than what God has marching us to. God was delivering Lot and his wife from destruction. But she had something in the heart for Sodom and Gomorrah. And she looked back and she was turned to a pillar of salt. We don't want to be looking back into the world like there was something good and something there that was better for us than what we have now in the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The children of Israel made the same mistake. They will begin to fantasize about what they had in Egypt and how good things were there. 
because the enemy can make us believe that what was in the world is better than what we have in our current circumstances. Y'all, we're not those that draw back into perdition. We don't go back to ruin. We're not turning back. We are on the Lord's side where there's victory, where there's peace, where there's love, where there's deliverance, where there's hope, where there's joy. That's where we are. Now we live and move and have our being in Christ Jesus. We were who were dead in our trespasses, had he made alive and quickened us and seated us with heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's where we are. We're crucified with Christ. Uh, that's where we are. We're in his hands and nothing can pluck us out. So let's not be looking back to the world as there's something there good for us. There is nothing there but wretchedness and debauchery and sadness and all of that is going to lead to death. All of that is going to lead to destruction. And so don't play the dangerous game of believing that because grace is there that we can willfully go back into sin. Don't do it. I don't care what it seems like. I don't care what it looks like. Don't turn back. Do like the song said we used to sing many years ago. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. The world behind me, the cross before me. And we got to not turn back, y'all. God has been good to us. He loves us. Things may be tough right now. There may be some frustrating things. And you may be tempted, but God has given you a way of escape. And what you endure here on the Lord's side is much better than going back into the world. There is nothing good for you in that world. I know the enemy touched your flesh and tries to make it alive and presents you with memories about the good times you had with people, places, and doing certain things. But that was only destruction. It was only taking you further and further from God and leading to eternal damnation. But now you're on the Lord's side. So when that memory comes, you cast down that thought and imagination that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. Because it's trying to tell you something different than what God has said for you. God loves you. He loves me and he does not want us to sin. He made the provision his word for us. He said, if you sin, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and purify us from unrighteousness. And that is always there because he's that good. But don't make, don't, don't think that you may always make it back. There may be some that get out there in that world and you may not make it back. That situation you went back to, you may not make it back in the same way. You can lose your mind. You can get sick. You can get a disease. You don't know what will happen if you go back. You don't know if that second state of, of, of will be worse than the first time. So don't go back to the vomit. Don't go back to ruin and perdition. Don't go back to that lost world because where you are, there's life and a life of more abundantly. You are in the kingdom of God. Love, joy, peace in the kingdom. You have the gifts of the Spirit and the fivefold ministries, and you have the anointing and the Holy Ghost, the paraclete to walk with you, the help to keep you. You have the dunamis power of the Holy Ghost. You have God's Word. You have the patriarchs of faith, and you have the body of believers to hold on to. There is nothing for you in the world. You've forsaken the world. You've forsaken that thing, and let it stay forsaken. Trust God. Keep moving forward, and don't turn your back on God. I want to love tell you I love you. I thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I pray that God's grace be upon you and that you keep marching forward. Don't look back. Don't turn back because God has so much for you with him moving and dwelling with him. 
God bless you. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day. If you or someone you love are having a mental health crisis, please call 1-800-273-8255 immediately.